0: Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerds New Bully. I'm your host Leroy, aka Imperious Rex, with my co-host,
1: yeah Zila aka Frankenberry.
0: There you go. My favorite series, actually my least favorite series growing up. Yeah, uh, and we're back with another episode. And yeah, we're just gonna start this off. Like I said, a lot of shit happened this week. Normally, nothing happens. We just got to just make up shit. But now, it's a, actually, we got a cram packed full of show. So we're just gonna jump into it. First thing we want to do, want to make sure we pay our respect. Like I said, anytime a comic legend passes, we'll make sure we pay our respect from that one. Uh, so just want to say rest in peace to Alan Grant. Uh, appreciate you, Eli, for a little bit of the image. <laughs> At least I can put that much in there. I can do, I can do that part, you know. Uh, like I said, he done a lot of stuff. And to be honest with you, I, I didn't really read a lot of Alan Grant growing up or any Alan Grant growing up. I may have read like maybe some Batman. I think he did some Batman in the 80s and I read that, but that was about it. Ooh, uh,
1: yeah, he, he, uh, you probably have read some of his stuff. Um, Batman, he
0: created some, it is, uh, it is Batman.
1: Yeah. That's, That's Jake.
0: That's <laughs> Jake. <laughs> Did you get banned Jake? He's <laughs> <laughs> a Facebook user.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, he, he, uh, wrote a lot of Batman stuff. Um, wrote, uh, the famous Lobo run in the eighties made Lobo famous, uh, worked on judge Dredd, a lot of 2000 AD. Um, you know the british comics the british invasion of comics he i believe gave alan moore his big break i believe don't quote me on it you can google it
0: well then, i know he well the little bit that i did google i remember he was part of the british invasion where alan yeah. moore came over a bunch of other like basically all the like grant morrison all those guys came over
1: let's see he yes judge dread yeah in the 80s um taking over Robert, Tim Drake. Did he create Tim Drake?
0: No, that was Chuck Dixon. You know that okay. racist ass uh comic <laughs> skater.
1: <laughs> uh I'm just yeah, I uh, yeah, I'm just kind I just pulled up an article here. Um, just saying um how you know, he was honored, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, basically Lobo, 2080, uh Judge Dredd, Batman stuff. Did I say Lobo? But, yeah, I I, I think he's the one who gave Alan Moore his first job, like his first writing gig or something like that. So, uh, yeah. And we all know what Alan Moore did. So,
0: (laughs) yeah. Oh, I did. Now that I think about it, I did do some slight research on him. He created Ventriloquist.
1: That's right. I know he yeah. I know he did some Batman villains and
0: stuff. Yeah. It, I think it was somebody else he did also, but Venture here's thing about Ventrilica. Nobody ever puts Vantrilicus in that that weird condiment king, you know, kill him off uh, like category, kill you know, crazy quilt. Where well, I think yeah. Vantrilico should be it's like do people take Vantrilicus seriously? Like could he be like a I guess you can kind of take him seriously, I guess. I don't know. I,
1: you, you never know. I mean, what they've been doing lately, um because nobody ever Batman calls him a joke yeah. villain,
0: you know? Yeah, but I guess yeah. you could the Batman just make ventriloquist and he's just a, make a monster. Like schizo, yeah. Make him like schizo, right. make him schizophrenic <laughs> and shit. I guess and, you could do something with ventriloquist and make him like a, a scary villain, you know? Yeah. Uh Elmore's best, yeah. I don't know why, why it's not showing up on Facebook. I can see it on here, but I can't see it up here, but I don't know. But that was yeah. Jake, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, fa- Facebook user. That's all it says.
0: Yeah. But it is it's Jake every time, so shout out to Jake. Um, <laughs> yeah, any anything else we gotta add about Alan uh, just a uh, good journey, sir. Yeah, like I said, if it's a comic book uh creator, we got we gotta get a shout out if We don't do it, who else will? always forget yeah. y'all talk about comics. We forget too <laughs> 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 but we try to we try to remember so every now and then, so yeah. Uh so yeah, now we're gonna actually, even though we just started off the shows talking about comics, now we're gonna switch over to the box office, we're gonna talk about movies. And, Eli, we got a surprise for you. I want to see... We're going to bring back an old classic. Yep, that old bad boy. Uh, I want you to give it to me, Eli. What is the number one movie of the week? It was
1: probably Nope, I would suspect. I would yep. Think, don't you think?
0: <laughs> yep. Nope was, nope was yep. yep. That was the right <laughs> answer. Yep, yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, You also got in there a quick one, uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. You got Ming, you're still hanging in there. Where the dance saying... Your movie, Top Gun Maverick, ooh. Uh, is down there. My movie, Elvis, is even lower, so ooh. <laughs> you <know. laughs> Did you uh, see Elvis? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Elvis more than you hate Top Gun. I don't know. It may be Nick <laughs> and Nick. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's all we got for that. So shout out to Nope. Like I said, it came through in the summertime and made uh, about something like $44 million in the in domestic. So pretty good, you know. Uh, Jordan Peele's third number one grossing movie of the, of the weekend, so that's pretty good. Like I said, it's the third movie, so he's three for three right now. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna go ahead and get this set up while you're doing your thing, Eli. We're just gonna I'm just go sharing right out in.
1: the link. So, Are
0: you sharing <laughs> the link? Okay, so you want me to fill up us some more? Okay, sure, yeah. Lottie Dottie, we like the part now. Nah, let's let's keep on topic <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but like I said, we got a chance to see that. Well, you got a chance to see this. I get a chance to see this now. Uh, what the hell, man i told you i wasn't gonna see it i made that post like I thought you six said, months ago
1: i thought you said you were gonna see it i thought it was an event and shit and you were
0: gonna yeah it was your, an event but then i realized that, yeah. yeah it was gonna be a gonna thriller get, thriller night right i was gonna <laughs> just dress up yeah it was gonna be what am i wearing to the jordan peele movie not nah, with any of that i was like you know what nah <laughs> because the thing was it wasn't like everybody was talking about like when when uh us came out everybody was talking about us it was like oh we got to go see us i think somebody ran out of theater we all see us but for nope it was just like yeah it's cool and so i was like nope there's something i know because we're the world we in now i know digital streaming will turn around what two weeks from now i'll see you there it's cool i ain't (laughs) got (laughs) to (laughs) rush is the only one putting the work in yes Yes, eli is is. putting the work in (laughs) (laughs) that's why we pay eli the big bucks (laughs) All right, so and besides, we already know the routine, Eli, on this show, Pete. That's not everybody's first radio listen to it. You do horror, and when a Fast and Furious come movie comes out, that's me. That is. True. So we got our wheelhouse. You know? <laughs> so, but give it to me, break it down. What go go with? It. I, I want everybody to listen to it. I know Eli's going to do sport if there are spoilers. No, going on, I'm not going to spoil it. You're not gonna spoil it. No, I I'm you not going to spoil it. No. Damn you, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna have to
1: wait and see. <laughs> Jake, we, me and
0: Jake take back everything we just said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil it.
0: <laughs>
1: Holy all shit! Right. We got a bunch of comments. Is that all, Jake? Though
0: it, it's all Jake. Even though it just says oh, Facebook oh, users, okay, but yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I just saw a bunch of. Okay,
2: exactly. We won't
1: spoil. us. we won't spoil.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Give the crap what they want, Eli.
1: (laughs) uh, Okay, uh, I'll spoil the ending. Yes, uh, the ending is credits roll. Oh, man. I gave the ending. And no, there is no after credits scene.
0: Damn, so... At
1: least I don't know. I didn't stay. I left.
0: Oh, you just left.
1: (laughs) This ain't a Marvel movie, so fuck it. (laughs) I'm
0: Like, even if it would, like, who the fuck gonna show up at the end? But Wolverine's gonna be uh, in the next joint people be like, nah.
1: Okay. So, okay, here's my review of Nope. Now, this is just me. Cause um uh it's polarizing, is my least favorite person
0: on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I moved up a notch. Yes, Sweet. <laughs> That's one notch what okay. I wanted.
1: I did it. <laughs> um so, uh yeah, this is just my opinion. I thought it was okay. I it was what? Okay. I thought it was okay.
0: Outside I of know- this podcast, I wouldn't tell anybody else that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is just between us, okay, if you don't like movie,
1: <laughs> I've seen that, yeah, this is the best shit ever. Everyone's saying, right. like, like, this is the best shit ever. But I thought it was okay. However, it did make me think. So,
0: Uh oh, the social commentary. Yes. So you you got your think piece ready already? Because I I know it's it's a Jordan Peele movie. It's it's a Jordan Peele movie. So think piece supposed to be flooding the internet right now.
2: Yes,
1: it's it's full lots of social and political commentary layered in. It's just a just a big thick deep dish pizza of just social
2: commentary.
1: <laughs> um, little light on the on the on the on the on the story uh toppings, but lots of layers of, of crust. Okay. <laughs> the crust is thick with, with themes and ideas that it did make me think. Now you know, so I don't know. I don't know I'll, I'll, I'll what that means, if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But all in all, I was entertained. I thought it was, you know, I, I, it was a fun ride for a while. Um, it, it had huge scope. It was funny. It had some really creepy moments. Jordan Peele is becoming a master of his craft, you know, creating creepy, eerie atmosphere and, and a general sense of dread. There was some really unnerving moments in this flick. Where I was like, whoa, you know, had me going and I'm jaded. You know, right, you know, I'm Jaden, so it had me a little, had me a little, you know, on the edge of my seat a couple of times, you know, and it looked great. The movies just, just, you know, see it on the biggest screen if you can because it's it looks great. Um, he's definitely flexing his cinematic skills, you know, you can t- definitely tell his influences. There's Spielberg, there's Kubrick, there's Tarantino, there's Hitchcock. He, he, he's showing off, and you can tell. Um, and like I said, it's layered with so many deeper themes and ideas of social commentary. Mainly, the movie is basically asking why, why do we need to be entertained? The audience, us as an audience, us as a society, feel the need to be entertained and wowed And um, this big giant scope and extravaganza and viral videos and whatnot, you know, that's basically the the main theme of this movie, our need to be entertained and our need to, you know, and how we view film as reality. You know, if it's not real until it's a movie, you know, we read comic books. We've been reading comic books all our lives for decades. For some people, well, we, comics, we have. We have, me and you, <laughs> right. Yes. And, and, right. Yeah, and Facebook users. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> We've been we, we know comic books. These stories have been real to us since our since we were kids. The general public comics ain't real until Marvel started doing it. You know, right. Because what it ain't a movie it ain't, it ain't real until it's a movie. It's kind of like how we view things, how we view film and how we, you know reality it becomes a different reality movies are another alternate reality uh,
0: so, another thing i want to say i'm not to take away from that but how people are always use like comics is like a genre oh it's a comic book thing like comics are not a genre they're a medium
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: like that's that's what it is people just think oh it's a lord of rings is a comic book thing like no it's not <laughs> <laughs> it's a novel yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah
1: so yeah, I mean it so it plays with the with with our sense of reality and how we view reality and um and how uh you know we what we expect from film and cinema. And I guess knowing film history and Hollywood history and black history and how Hollywood represents minorities that, if you, I think the movie relies on the audience being aware of that to sort of help the experience, you know what I mean? It helps kind of like, you know, once upon a time in Hollywood, I know it's a divisive movie, you know, but if you don't know the history, then you don't really going to, you're not going to really care. If you don't know the history of film and Hollywood and the Manson and Sharon Tate, if if you're not aware of that, then the movie just doesn't work. So in that sense, this movie relies on your knowledge of film and black history and, you know, how minorities are represented in Hollywood. Like um, Steve Nguyen's character, he's the guy, Glenn played Glenn on The Walking Dead. He's in this movie. He plays a child star, uh, ex-child star, who is like a part of some TV sitcom from the 80s or 90s where he was like the minority kid Adopted by the white fam, which was a trope back in the 80s, you know,
0: different, different strokes, strokes Webster, Webster,
1: you know, like, yeah, the, the the ethnic kid being adopted by the minor by the white suburban family. That was that was a thing, you know, and it was a way for one of the ways minority children could get an acting. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> um so it plays with those. And, and I think Jordan Peele is counting on the audience's awareness of that for the movie to be effective you know and of course there's a big strong sense of capitalism and how you know it strips our humanity away as we chase the almighty dollar so okay so it's got all these big themes but the story was a little thin all this movie is about is these two uh they're horse trainers their father was well they're the descendants of the very one of the very first films ever taken when film was invented which is moving pictures a series of moving a series of still photos projected which creates a moving image there you go film one of the first film images was the black jockey on the horse riding um riding a horse um they are descendants of that jockey so and they run this horse training this horse training farm in Hollywood. They they rent out horses for Hollywood movies. Their business is sort of failing. Um they're 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 you know, they're down on their luck, but then there's some weird thing happening in the sky that they said, "You know what? Let's film it and get proof of UFOs and we'll get rich." That's essentially all this movie's about. And it the journey there is just layered with all these ideas and things, you know, these different you know commentaries happening throughout the movie but that's all it is is them trying to film this phenomena in the sky um and i think for me what was disappointing is the big reveal at the end um is it a ufo is it an alien is it something else that's what i'm not going to spoil but whatever it was i was like left thinking is that it you know so that was me you know, and I know that might have been intentional because I think it was intentional. I think Jordan P was intentionally saying, I'm not really going to let letting you know
0: okay. what it let is. Me, let me ask you, this. did it go against what you thought it was going to be?
1: Um, no, not so much. I just want. Here's the thing. I think. And that might have been maybe he was playing with our expectations because this movie is about scope, you know, and our need for giant big entertainment you know so we went in thinking this big extravaganza and we get left with re what the reality of it really it's just that you know because that's what movies are movies are a magic trick you're only meant to see what the filmmaker wants you to see you know and them trying to capture this image it was just going to be a representation of what they caught and not the real the reality of the subject. I don't know if that gets a little see. This is deep. you are getting deep.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know. Um, but my thing was the design. That's my biggest disappointment. The design of this thing. I was like, that's that's what you went with? You got this big, huge budget. See, I watch a lot of horror movies. I watch a lot of horror flicks. Some movies, they ain't got the biggest budget so their special effects tend to lack so they have to dress the movie up in storytelling and and creative ideas to well to, like steven spielberg
0: with jaws i mean it yeah. was just a fan just a guy on a fin. that was it yeah <laughs>
1: he didn't show them mo- he didn't show the shark for half the movie because the shark wasn't working so he had to mm-hmm. go hitchcock and rely on tension and suspense and that's basically what made the movie because he was trying to show the shark a lot more it would have been a schlocky bee Roger Corman flick had the shark work the way he wanted it to, and it didn't. So he had to creatively solve the problem, and I think a lot of horror movies do that. They don't have the budget they want, so they they rely more on character and story, and and you know, to to to, to you know to the meat of the movie. But here's Jordan Peele's got that budget. He could have fucking,
0: <laughs> you know what
1: I'm saying. He could have made something really cool. And when I saw this thing, I'm like. Really, that that's that's what it is.
0: Right. That's, this ain't sleepaway that, camp three. This is you know, a big summer blockbuster, right? Yeah.
1: So, in, in in a sense, there was like an M Night Shyamalan sort of thing where you're, you know, The Sixth Sense was awesome. It was his first movie. It was awesome. It blew all our minds. And then every movie after that has just been, oh, is that is that it? Is that it it's really? not
0: Sixth Sense, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, <laughs> and and yeah. And I think that's what Jordan Peele, like, Get Out, out like the a, gate a was, victim
0: of their own success, basically.
1: Yeah. Get Out, out the gate, blew our minds. And now, now, every time we go, we're, we're expecting that big wow. That big, I giant mean, reveal. How, how can
0: you? Because like I said, yeah. honestly, in my opinion, Get Out is one of the smartest scripts ever of any movie, to me. So, um, so I don't know how... I guess he's a victim of his own success. How can you compete with that?
1: And I think, and see, that's the thing. I'm wondering if he's like, aware of that. Like, I think, that's why I think it's intentional that he purposely left it ambiguous Because there's no way he can live up to that. I think he's actually questioning his own role in horror. You know what I mean in the horror genre, black horror. Because you got to know, like, ever since Get Out, there's been all these like knockoff imitations of it's black horror. We got Chris Rock doing a shitty Saw movie. We had Shitty Candyman. We've had you know that you know we've we've had some of these black horror movies that. That wouldn't okay. get green
0: lit unless yeah, you know yeah. he came out with get out. Yeah.
1: I just watched this movie called Karen. Piece of shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's called Karen. You know what it's about. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it sucked because you know they're trying to ride off get out success. And I think he's aware of that. And he's sort of um playing playing with the audience's expectations. Facebook user, he liked Candyman.
0: Uh-oh, yeah, um, I was about to say that. Uh-oh.
1: I I, I, I disagree. I thought it was okay. My big beef was all the kills were off screen.
0: What was it PG-13 or something? Or? Uh,
1: it, it should have been because the kills were off screen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you mother effer. Everything happened off
1: screen. I'm like, no, I'm like, hey, what, what, no, hey, cameraman, give me the camera.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Facebook user also has another question, a, a, a question that needs answers
1: they do ask that question there's act because again he's aware of the audience um knowing about aliens like aliens are you know a government conspiracy or are they aliens abducting people and doing anal probes or is it something else he actually asked that question in the movie and one of the characters in the movie actually says that the thing about anal probes you know uh so yeah like he he's expecting the audience to know the genre you know but I think my expectations of this movie was, I think I was expecting a get out. I was expecting like a big mind blowing um, sort of idea or, 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 or uh, especially
0: since people were already kind of let down by us. Not saying us was a bad movie. I like us, but yeah, Us, us wasn't was I don't think, I don't think anybody say us was get out. Like they were on the same level. No. So people I mean, were thinking uh, that, okay, for the third one, he's going to bounce back, you know, come
1: yeah this had more this was more in the in the sense of uh us where it had again a lot of big ideas and expressing all these you know social commentaries but the story was kind of thin that's what this is a lot of big ideas but you know the story was a little lacking it kind of reminds me of the new matrix you know where the new matrix had a lot to say
0: yeah that's not a yeah.
1: yeah It had a lot to say about society and the world and our current, you know, problems and what goes on in our current society. Then, but the New Matrix had a lot to say about that, but the story was a little lacking. It didn't become a movie until they decided to go save Trinity. That's when it became the movie, you know. Right. Other than that, like
0: storm the tower, kill dragon, that shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was more. It had more. It's like it was trying to. It had more to do with trying to tell us what it was about than actually being about something if that makes sense you know Mm. like the story wasn't there but hey i'm trying to express all these ideas about our world and in this in this movie and you know so it got a little pretentious without being entertained i guess that's what i mean you know um but there was some entertaining parts like i said he can create a great mood some creepy atmosphere there was some funny a lot of funny scenes it's just towards the end I was getting a little ants. I started feeling it towards the end. You know, like, okay, what mm. is this thing? And then, and then is that it? That's all it is. Um, so yeah, I mean, all in all, I'll i I guess I'll give it a 3.5 out of five. Man,
0: it's not bad. It's
1: not yeah. bad. Seven it's not out
0: of ten bad. for those trying to do math at home. So
1: yeah. yeah, I I'm I mean, I I wasn't particularly wowed by it like some people are um yeah some people just
0: slapping 10 out of 10 11 out of 10 zone oh, it, it's Jordan amazing yeah. and
1: it's and yeah and i'm sure they're gonna come out it does have the capacity to be about people write all these think think pieces and you know the cinema cinema you know
0: <laughs> right and people yeah. were doing that with us also like what does it mean what does it mean yeah. this is what i think it mean us didn't need all that shit us was just uh oh monster slasher flicks that's all it was
1: yeah. and maybe some this old is,
0: movies like yeah, yeah, you know,
1: this is an homage to like Aliens, like Close Encounters, X Files, you know, like B monster movies,
0: basically. right? But people trying to say what does it mean about our society? What is George trying to say? He he's telling. He's not trying to say anything. He's telling what he's saying. Yeah, <laughs> this last and movie, that, the main guy's name was Jason.
1: Shit. Yeah, and that, and that's and I think that's that's where it suffers. I think it's it's more the movie's more concerned about expressing all these ideas, abstract ideas about our society than, then the story, the actual so story, So people are going to go in
0: there just digging for meaning that may or may not yeah. even be there, you know? Oh, and you can do so that. Smart. You, see, here's the thing, Eli, the movie's too smart for you. They're going to say, they're going to say right now.
1: <laughs> I can see that. And the thing is, no, I get it. I love a great, give me all the fucking social commentary, the deeper, let me read between the lines all I want. I love that shit when a movie can do that. But also entertain me. You know, entertain, be cool. Have a cool story. Don't just be a pretentious Ooh, artist.
0: in yeah. and medicine. Gotta have yeah. both.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I love, like I said, it made me think. It just left me thinking, eh.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's just me. That's just me. You know, I like I said, you might like it. You, you could you might like it.
0: You know. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. Jake might Likes like it. it.
1: Yeah, Jake might like you like Candyman, yeah, so, so shit. Yeah, if you like Candyman, might you be might right like up the alley. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Jake gonna write like a thousand thing pieces on it. Yeah. Just what it means. The most brilliant right.
1: movie ever made. And you could probably <laughs> say that, like I said, it has enough, you know, deeper messages planted in without. It's deep enough where you can do that with this movie. You
0: know, it's just
1: storyline was a little lacking. So
0: okay. All right. So other stuff that happened this weekend, we're just gonna jump right into it. We also talked about San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, they dropped a whole bunch of shit. This was the whole weekend, and of course, Hall H drops and stuff also. Hall H is the thing that everybody waits on, you know, because Hall H is the thing where they actually come out. And they announce everything. It's the new movies coming out for whatever, whatever, whatever. And basically, got to boil it down. Who won San Diego Comic Con? Because it, of course, a bunch of people were there. Oh, was but it was only game? two people we care about.
1: Uh, it, was a, it was a game. So it was a fight.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's always a fight. Everything is competition. It's tribalism. <laughs> so Coke and Pepsi, Nintendo and Sega. Yeah, it's always a fight. Yeah. So that's the thing right now. So everybody wants to know who won. Was it? Who won marvel or dc whoever else showed up in comic-con i don't really care It's between marvel and dc and so of course marvel came out phase four phase five phase six this is Ken Fight came out look this is what we're doing for the whole uh rest of the decade have yeah, it yeah boom
2: i know i know how
1: y'all sit on thor but guess what we're doing now
0: <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> but we got thor five so it's gonna be better you know <laughs> you didn't like thor we've got 20 new movies coming
2: out <laughs>
0: for the people that did like thor you know but at the same time regardless of what you thought about thor at least they announced what they got coming on dc showed up in san diego comic-con what did they announce shazam and Eva come shazam. on
1: man fucking the rock just whipped out his dick in front of everybody and
0: like they oh. booed him they booed him at Comic Con. oh really
1: i just saw yes like, picture
0: yes they <laughs> you know why they booed him at comic-con y'all because of what we didn't do this we didn't do this comic book bullies did not get involved in this shit but every other youtube podcast facebook site jumped on the bandwagon henry cavill is coming to comic con henry cavill is gonna announce five new superman movies he signed a trilogy he's gonna be there (laughs) didn't even fucking show and rock put this shit on himself because rock tweeted out and don't worry superman i love superman and i know how to listen to the fans so when he showed up Without Henry Cavill, yeah, they booed the Rock. Get oh, the fuck yeah. out of here, Rock. So Yeah, so <laughs> Rock fucked up. Yeah, you did it to yourself, Rock. You should just keep your mouth shut, didn't say anything if Henry Cavill was going to show because you're making promises that your ass can't cash. You a you wrestle and you don't know this shit. So, yeah, but here's the thing. Henry Cavill was supposed to be, well, according to the internet, according to Deadline. Here's the thing about this. People keep saying, well, Deadline said it. Deadline didn't say it. What people do is that they'll make a meme and then put de- and then tag deadline in it. Source <laughs> deadline. Deadline never said this shit. Fake. So y'all just—it's fake news. People just run off with the shit and then sit. they never said it. You know. But here's here's the thing. Why I think I Superman. Know. I
1: just saw was, the picture where it's all smoky and lightning coming out of his ass. I'm like, oh
0: <laughs> shit, that looks kind of cool. It did look cool, but if you hear the crowd, they boot his ass. <laughs> we don't want your ass. We want Superman. <laughs> but nobody here's the thing. Hate, I Nobody
1: think, hates DC more than DC <laughs>
0: <laughs> i need it i need to make a t-shirt today i'm gonna make a t-shirt of that. <laughs> all right but i think i have an idea why superman wasn't there eli do you follow the january 6 hearings
1: uh, not really i mean i read about i get it not really i nobody know I, cares. I, i'm aware know of
0: nobody it is. <laughs> yeah, no, everybody knows he's gonna get off. He's gonna know nobody's yeah, gonna, get arrested, gonna, yeah, yeah.
1: No gonna get arrested. Yeah, yeah, Trump 2024, so know he runs again 2024. Yeah.
0: you know, yeah, yeah,
1: but he's gonna run again, is, he's gonna become president again. We're fucked, so
0: yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, yeah. But for those that did watch this weekend of January 6th hearing, uh, apparently somebody went viral that apparently Clark Kent showed up at the January 6th hearing, that's why he didn't show up at Comic Con. So, yeah, if you zoom in on the right, not the guy in the middle with the bags on his eyes, the guy on the right. <laughs> uh, so he went viral. Everybody was talking about him. Oh, is that Clark Kent? Was he doing that? So that's the reason Clark Kent didn't come to Comic-Con because he had an assignment for Daily Planet. So he didn't come to Comic-Con. The same reason I didn't come to Comic-Con. We had to work that weekend. So there you go. And so And the thing is, there were so many thirsty tweets about, you know, uh, hot Clark Kent and all this shit like that. Before you get hot in the pants over high clark kent remember he's at the january 6th hearing so you probably know who we voted for so <laughs> keep it in your pants <laughs> what do we got here uh facebook user i had a guy that's saying i had to get my guy the same way wrote it. who is your guy i don't know. My guy the same way oh, I guess the rock i guess mm-hmm. she hooks Good. to look bad yeah she looks bad yeah we're not gonna break down every single trailer because oh, she looks so look
1: now we disagree i think what? she looks awesome <laughs>
0: No, I'm talking about the look, the look of the character, not the show itself. I still don't like oh. the CG. That's what I'm saying. The show itself, I'm all for. Come on, you you like the CG? Uh, uh, nah, uh, especially next to Hulk. Cause Hulk CG still look good. I'm like, why does Hulk CG look good and her CG still look bad? I don't get it. I don't know. That's just me. I'm excited um, for the. Hulk.
1: That's probably one of the few things I don't give. I I don't give a shit about Agatha. But I watched.
0: <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about Agnes. Why are they even a thing? I'm pretty sure it's gonna be like a Halloween thing or whatever. <laughs> I forgot they even announced it. You just said that, but yeah, I'm excited for She-Hulk. Kid Hoodie got put down. Oh yeah, Kid Cutting oh, did get booed because of that. that. Yeah. yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, he did. Oh, uh, but like Kanye shit on him first. We're not gonna talk about that. But that that was fucked up too. Um, Damn man, People,
1: audiences are getting pissed. You know what? Nope gets a four out of five now. Because I get whoa, what he's no, saying. Hold now. on, hold
0: on, hold on, hold
1: <laughs> on. Audiences oh, be- are fucking assholes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: they need to be entertained.
0: It's Shit. like a light bulb just went off your head. Now I get it. I get what he's saying now. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Jordan Peele is a genius. He's a genius. Best movie ever.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Real cinema. cinema. <laughs> Uh, what are we talking about? So yeah, that's what's going on right now. So uh all the trailer, like I said, a bunch of trailers. Daredevil got announced. Daredevil is going to be announced with eighteen episodes. I am i was excited for Daredevil until I saw eighteen episodes. I'm like, whoa! I don't know if I had that well, much That's time like that a that CW
1: year. season, man. That's I don't a know CW about.
0: season. I'm like, I don't know, man. I, you gave me twelve. I'm all in, you know. But eighteen, I, I'm, I'm still there. I'm still there. But I'm just saying. Oh
1: shit! He ain't gonna have like a son in in high school, is he? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i'm like how you gonna make that work like they get a daredevil? resident evil this shit are they <laughs> kevin feiger was like you want daredevil stop asking for fucking daredevil here you go <laughs> he's in this he's in she-hulk he's in everything so yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, none of those episodes are gonna be flashback of when he was a kid that's
0: what i want it's gonna be like arrow and shit <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah uh what else happened oh and the big trailer came out was it two i think it was just one trailer two trailers just one trailer yeah she one hoped. trailer well I'm, I'm talking like another movie trailer but i think that yes yeah, only one movie left for the rest of the year so black panther was announced black panther 2 was announced. Well, i'm sorry not black panther 2 black panda wakanda forever let me go ahead black and put panda. that little did i say i think i said you, you know said, what somebody got on me last week and i kept saying Camilla is kamala so and eli you never corrected me i said that shit the whole episode you're like man, fuck I, him, let I, us just talk.
1: Man, I, I'm, I'm, I I'm not like your fucking dad. You're <laughs> right. Say what you well, want. Man.
0: Actually, well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if we did do that, you know. Uh <laughs> it got released. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't they didn't actually show the trailer, so yeah. Um but yeah, let's talk about the Black Panther 2 trailer, Black Panther Wakanda forever. Everybody been doing reaction breakdowns and shit like that. Everybody was telling me, so I just want to do like a deep dive. since if we're not doing actually with live reaction, we're going to deep dive break down some stuff in the trailer, what I saw and talk about it. So first thing we're going to talk about is the beginning of the scene. The beginning of the scene, they're all dressed in white and they're dancing. People don't know what that is. It is a funeral. I don't understand why people keep thinking it's something else other than what it is. It is a funeral for T'Challa. So yes, T'Challa passes in the movie people keep if, saying i don't
1: know if people how aware of some african tribes they wear those shells those right. those like little shells that that signify tears like they will just and the
0: more, more and i think Aaron, Shuri has like, that i didn't get the clip yeah, but Shuri yeah. has that in walking down there the so more
1: yeah. te- the more shells you're wearing the more sad you are like the more it signifies how much how many tears you're, you're gonna
0: shed right so i heard people saying oh is it a wedding like no it's a funeral." Yeah. You know, but that being said, Eli, now we, I've, I've been talking to the black community. We have come to a conclusion of what the dress code would be this time. And like I said, we had a dress code for the last movie. Now we have a dress code for this movie. So last movie was all black. You know, this movie, all white. So Eli, go ahead and start shopping for your all white uh, outfit right now. You know, you might catch it on sale before time. But I don't, <laughs> yeah, so everybody's coming all white <laughs> for this outfit. But I don't know how it's going to work when you got popcorn, and, and pepsi yeah, in man. your hand i'm gonna get i'm gonna get that shit stained oh and even just sitting <laughs> on the seat sitting on the seat you stand up and, and your ass is all brown and shit you know?
1: yeah the fucking my but my, my little by the cuffs at my bottom of my pants and, and the movie yes. theaters
0: we okay all yeah this sound like a bad idea so i tell you what eli i'm gonna run this up the flagpole back to the black so community i might have and, to get
1: white drawers because i don't got any right. white drawers, You just see through that shit <laughs>
0: oh you're gonna be dangling just walking <laughs>
1: No just man in. at
0: Excuse my me. age, Yeah,
1: man. At my age, I'll be sitting on them like, oh fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that doesn't sound like a good idea. oh uh, you can't wear white after Labor Day. oh uh, yeah, that's true. You can't wear white after Labor Day. But it's a little bit after Labor Day. So yeah. So we'll come to it. maybe eggshell. We'll come up with something else. You know? <laughs> cream. Uh, cream. There we go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but that's going on right now. So like I said, it is. So, a matter of fact, I actually read a synopsis. it is confirmed. T'Challa has passed. So, everybody's making up these fan theories, what they think it's going to be. No, you're wrong. T'Challa has passed. It's after the blip. This is after Thanos got beaten and stuff like that. See, we don't know how he passes, but they're saying that's what's going on right now. Let's see what we got going on right here. Oh, so
1: do you think this happens between the blip? No,
0: I don't. I don't. But plenty of other people do. Even though the movie and game said Shuri was dead doing it she got blipped too. So I don't know where they're coming up with this shit. Oh, well you don't know that. They said it. So I don't know where what they keep was up that? with this. Avengers
1: shit, versus bro. X-Men or what the fuck? A versus X?
0: Was yeah, AVX, it? yeah.
1: Where Namor flooded
0: Wakanda or some shit? Yep. right here. You got I get hit myself, but yeah, that's it. So that's the scene right there AVX with Namor flooded Wakanda. So in the actual movie that happens. So I don't know how people, I don't know if people caught that, anything like that. So it looks oh, like Wakanda gets destroyed. So
1: you think he died in the flood?
0: No, 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 no. He dies before oh. this. Yeah. Oh, no, he no, died no. I think before the flood. Yeah, I'm thinking he died before the flood. I'm thinking he just passed by a sickness, illness, whatever. He just caught something and died. Oh. So I don't think, you know, uh, some villain claw or Moses Magnus or somebody killed him. Nothing like. That. I think he just passed in the illness and then we just go through the rest of the movie. So I'm thinking this is all what happened at the very beginning of the movie, the funeral scene, we get to it, and then we move on to the rest of the movie, where Atlantis and Wakandans fighting some shit like that. Yeah, so but there is a flood, and I do think Wakanda is going to get destroyed. So what else we got here? Uh, this we talk about. We talk about you know Namor. So he's there. Uh, Namor. For people that don't know who Namor is, Namor the Submariner. That's why I said Imperius Rex at the beginning of the show, uh, because he's pretty much one of, if not the most important Marvel character ever. You may not like him. I didn't say your favorite. <laughs> but he might be one of the most important.
1: Well, isn't he like the very first Marvel character ever?
0: Uh, Either oh, him Captain or Human America? Torch. No, no. Oh, they, he, they, he predates Captain America. Okay. Yeah. So it's either him or Human Torch. I think one of them. But I think he predates Human Torch also. So not Johnny Storm is another robot, Human Torch, whatever like that. So Namor is actually the first mutant in Marvel Comics. He's actually the first flying superhero of anybody. So... Even though Superman predates him, Superman couldn't fly. So Namor could fly. He could just leap so tall buildings.
2: He could buildings. just leap
0: tall buildings in a single bound. A single where bound. Namor <laughs> can, right. When Namor can actually fly. Uh he's the com- he's comics first anti hero. He may be comic's first supervillain. That's Namor. He's all that shit like that. He got his hands in everybody's pies. X uh Sue, Sue Storm. Uh, but yeah, so he's been AK Aquaman. He predates Aquaman by like two years. So, yeah, uh, and actually, the Aqu- Aquaman wasn't even associated with Atlantis until like the 60s. So, Aquaman was just a dude swimming on the water. The Atlantis shit came later on. Uh, what is we talking about? But, yeah, so like I said, Namor has been a member of the Avengers, fought the Avengers, member of the Fantastic Four, fought the Fantastic Four, member of the X Men, fought the X Men, member of the Defenders, fought the Defenders. So, yeah, he's been in everything. So, any you can put Namor in everywhere. And the reason you haven't seen Namor. They waited until 2022 to see Namor because his rights were tied up because he's involved in so much shit nobody knows who owned his rights. Sony, Universal, Paramount, whatever. So I guess they they cleared this shit up. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? What else we got? What is this? Oh, Angela Bassett. Oh. Yeah, that's this speech right here. Oh. Give her an Oscar for this scene in the trailer alone. That's that's all I want right there. And this, the Kenyan War no, goes I'm,
1: through. Yeah. I'm going to, ain't going to lie. I actually got a little choked up.
0: Yeah, that was that was a powerful thing. But it, it's Angela Bassett; she brings it. I mean, hell, she should have worn for Tina Turner and, and Love. Ain't what got to do with it. but and the hey, thing
1: about but... see, the thing, the whole tr- the tone of this trailer, it's it was like they were addressing what happened with Chadwick and right. how everyone was dealing with it, and it kind of mourns him just through the trailer, right? With the, with the you know the Bob Marley song. But then Angela Bassett comes on and says that shit. And you remember Angela Bassett played Betty Shabazz. And I just like got shivers. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Just because what she was saying that, you know. You know, she lost everything she lost, you know, even just think about the Black Panther movie and, you know. You can, you know, it, it, we know that it, that some folks are say oh, it's an all right superhero flick. It's just another blah 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 blah. It's a superhero flick, ah. but it does. But it's it's it means more because it it means something to the culture. It's it's a symbol. It's 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 an idea, and I think this trailer really harnessed that idea of what we're going through, you know, in the world and right. the obstacles we're facing and the, the, the way, you know how shit is right now it's not sweet right now and a lot of a lot of a lot of uh obstacles we have to face and it seems through the trailer that's what wakanda is a rep is a metaphor for that that it's being destroyed right and they're, even they're, though
0: wakanda is supposed to be like this utopia you know yeah. this perfect place and we see it under attack getting destroyed the king's yeah. dead you know
1: yeah Whereas the first Black Panther movie was like all about hope and giving, you know, a spy giving black folks an idea, a a thing to aspire to. This one is like sort of taking that hope away and, you know, basically giving the problems that black people, minorities, people of color always have to face. We just have to deal with shit. But, everything's gonna be alright
2: <laughs>
0: right. the end. that's it, just know?
1: what the point is and that's the thing about like Blood Quantum like for natives it's an okay zombie movie you know it's not the greatest zombie flick but it means something to the us because of the idea of what it represents that we just survive we just deal with this shit this is what we do you know we just survive and deal with shit and that's what I loved about like just the trailer was just like wow anyway that's yeah. what I got <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but, but at same thing, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought that in because like i said the trailer was emotional now yeah. i want to address something about this recast the child the whole thing going on like i said i know the movement is going on if you want to support that fine deal with it i'm not going to stand anybody's way but as far as my opinion on this now like i said we all got emotion from this trailer from what everything that was going on with this trailer now if marvel would have just stuck john boyega in a black panther suit call him t'challa wakanda forever the next movie and pretend like nothing happened yeah they could have did that you know they, they could have but the i think that would have been yeah safe way out that could have been a bad taste but it would have just been another black panther movie go on just fight dr doom Namor, whatever the fuck you know it's just been whatever they would have made a billion dollars whatever like that but dealing with this this tragedy that we're dealing with especially with chadwick boseman yes this isn't cyborg this isn't roadie where they just swap out terrence house like that this is chadwick boseman you know that opened the door for other minority superhero movies it opened the door for shane chi opened the door for miss marvel Hey, opened the door for captain marvel that guy didn't want to make any of those movies until black panther made money you know uh and more coming down the pipeline even naomi on dc shit like that you know so the thing is in order for those movies to get made so you at least want to art honor the guy and people saying you shouldn't you shouldn't worry about this he want to be recast like that now down the road, yes, I, I feel like they should recast. I don't think they should never have to Chala on the screen again. But for this movie right here, in the sequel, I think it would have been bad taste to just recast and just call it a day. Yeah. Hell, it ain't even—he ain't even gone two years yet.
1: Yeah, and like I said, it was—it mm-hmm. was—it was a big tragedy for the culture, for you know, for Black folks. That was a—it was, tra- was a tragedy, and they're dealing with it through this movie. You know, so I don't think it's in bad taste that you know, you know what I mean. I think they're right. addressing the tragedy. They're addressing people's emotions about what happened. You know,
0: right? You know, I mean, so we feel, but maybe like, it's, yeah, because okay, we don't know Chadwick Boseman, but the people that worked on this movie all know Chadwick Boseman. Angela Bassett mm-hmm. knows him. Ryan Coogler knows him. Everybody on this movie knows him. So when they go back to work and work on this set, they feel his presence or his mispresence on the set. And you can tell they're feeling it through the movie. So why should they just bring another guy in and just ignore that like this shit never happened? You know, yeah. I know this is escapism. I know this is escapism. It's a comic book. We shouldn't pay attention like that. But stuff like this, we shouldn't ignore. Death happens. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And yeah, we should we should separate the art from the artist and the, art the artist from the character. But I think in this situation, I think we're missing opportunity if we don't address it. If we just pretend like it's an elf in the room, we just act like nothing happened.
1: Yeah. And the first movie dealt with things that people of color deal with. Like, it didn't shy away from, like, Killmonger's character was like a direct result of anger, minority anger, you know? And that's something minorities could all relate to. And, you know, so, it, it, like, like I said, that that's what that did. You know, the the first movie dealt with these issues that, you know, we face. And I think this one is kind of too, just because that was, like I said, the tragedy that happened from it, you know, it it was a big blow and it Mm -hmm. meant something to everybody. So to sort of, Mm -hmm. sort of, you know, gloss it over i think that would have been right. bad
0: taste. yeah that, that's what i'm saying facebook user uh, jake we know it's jake but you're saying it's fucked up using the real plot some people could say that it's almost like when i don't know when somebody makes a song or when somebody dies and they make a song about them you know well, some people say that's in bad taste when you do that you
1: know um bruce lee uh what was the last movie he did
0: game of death <laughs> game of death kind of the last movie because he didn't even finish it really but
1: yeah. he, it, he didn't finish it and they used a body double like to try right. and pass him off and they and 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 they no actually problem. shot scenes of his funeral it's kind of
0: that would i think that was a bad taste kind of yeah, crazy they, that was a cash in that was a cash yeah, in. yeah
1: yeah and you know but of course you know th- then you get to the actual scenes he shots and that's when it's you see his greatness but you know right. I don't. but think it's like it, but they, they
0: basically what they did they just they, they didn't have enough uh footage to make a movie Let's just make a crappy movie in between, cash in on it, and then put the movie that he did film at the end. So that definitely was in bad taste.
1: Yeah. Know? And I don't think Where this, this is I that. don't,
0: I don't think this is in bad taste. I, I, the yeah. reason it's not in bad taste, me personally, because I think there's actually heart into this. Yeah. They're not trying because, to just cash in. It's heart behind it.
1: Because that's just reality, you know? Like we we go through shit. We go through these tragedies and we go through these trials and tribulations and these obstacles. And, you know, life is hard. But you know, we get through it. You know, and that's yeah. basically what this trailer said. Like, we'll get through this. We're gonna get through
0: right. this. And-, yeah, and people need to calm down about recast the child. Look, they just announced secret wars. That's <laughs> Marvel's crisis or whatever, like that. <laughs> Honestly, when it, when that's done, everybody's getting recasted. Tony's coming back, Steve's coming back, the child is coming back, Natasha's coming back, everybody's coming back. They are not they are not gonna put the Marvel franchise on Anthony Mackey's back. I'm sorry. I don't think they're going to do
1: that. I was wondering about that. I was like, who is going to, they got, oh, a new Avengers movies is coming out in a few years. Like, well, who the fuck are the Avengers? Right. Okay.
0: So yeah. Falcon's going to (laughs) fight Kang and Dr. Doom. Okay. Yeah. All right.
1: You know, you know, like, like at least those first movies we had like Robert Downey Jr. He was like, sort of like the, the, he had the bravado and the charisma that everyone sort of just gravitated towards. And he kind of, right he kind of like, you know, led those movies, you know? But we don't right. got that now we got
0: <laughs> and the thing is like if you watch those movies like Rob dan jr was never like in the forefront of those movies but because he's him he sticks out he he feels right. like he's in the forefront of the movie just because he yeah. he's that type of personality like i said anthony mackie not calling him a bad actor but as far as a lead i'm not really 100 sold on him like i said he's got like 100 movies on netflix and none of them impress me you know but <laughs> I'm excited for the new world order, whatever Captain America four is going to be called. You know, that's a weird ass name for a movie, but yeah, but yeah. Uh, let's just run, I'm run through some, some more. Ple- oh yeah. Yeah. Dr. Strange.
1: This. Is Dr. Strange the leader now?
0: Hell, I hope not. No, <laughs> He wouldn't even leader in his own movie. <laughs>
1: like, I, yeah. I'm like wondering who can it be? I mean, it ain't, it ain't, yeah. yeah it ain't Falcon. It ain't Dr. Strange. It ain't right. It ain't Ms. Marvel. Wong. Is, Wong it, is, w- is it Loki? Like, <laughs>
0: Definitely there you go Wong him. is the leader Wong is <laughs> Wong's the- leading the Avengers now yeah <laughs> uh let's see what else we got let's see okay Riri Riri Williams is in there okay I didn't get a uh, picture of the other thing but yeah Riri Williams for those who don't know oh yeah for people that do know they pretty much blame Riri for the downfall of comics or like the prime example of them you know the people just hate her for some reason. Not this podcast, but the people podcast. But yeah, her and Shuri go back. They are best friends, besties, stuff like that. They're both like science nerds and shit like that. Uh Rebra Wakanda, they trade. They didn't like each other at first, but then they became friends later on. So it's nice to see that their relationship is getting picked up in the storyline. Uh, I am gonna miss her dynamic, you know, because she's doing the iron pumping thing. Oh, yeah, like yeah, Tony Stark no, did, you know. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, so we're gonna miss out on her relationship with Tony Stark because Tony trained her in the comics. and like he was a protege. Not not taught her science shit, but trained her in superhero shit. Like taught her how to fight. Basically, she was Peter Parker in the MCU. Like how Peter Parker is in the MCU, that's how she was in the comics. But you know, that's 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 how that was. But trained her, you know, stuff like that. uh What else we got? What do we got here? Oh, we got Tony. It was something else. I was gonna say. Yeah, this. The no, not that. Damn it! I'm I'm just skip. I was trying to show the Atlanteans, but didn't mind. Oh, uh, this one. So at the end of the movie, there at the end of the trailer, there was another Black Panther. Everybody's like, "Who is this Black Panther? Who is the new one? Is it alternate universe Killmonger?" No, you assholes. Shuri, <laughs> pick up a fucking comic. This this is part of the storyline. When Di- T'Challa went down, uh, Shuri became the new Black Panther. So I don't know why they think people's gonna think they're gonna deviate from that. But yeah, that's what's going on with that. So. um yeah, that's all I got with that Black Panther trailer. Like I said, a lot of stuff to break down. It's some other stuff I caught also. I think I saw one part where it looked like Okoye was getting attacked by the Dora Milaje. So I don't know what that was about. Hmm. But yeah. Okoye? We'll, we'll yeah. It looked like the Dora Milaje was turning on her. So I don't know if if they went bad or she went bad or whatever the fuck going on. We we'll don't know. So it's a real cl- a quick scene, but it, it was there. So we'll see what happens. Um, so
1: do you think... Uh, do you think they might be introducing Doom in this flick?
0: Do I think that? In an
1: aftercredit yes. scene, maybe?
0: Yes, I do. I think it's going to be after scene because mm-hmm. a lot of this story is following the Doom War storyline. Doom but War. For yeah. people don't know the Doom War storyline, go read the Doom War storyline. Basically, Dr. Doom tried to assassinate the child, almost got him, pretty much put the child out of business, out of commission for a while. Like he had to relearn how to walk and shit like that. While he was down, he couldn't carry out the Black Panther, so Shuri became the Black Panther. Doom did some shit behind the scene to make it think like the Atlanteans tried to assassinate uh, T'Challa and almost started a war between them. The war didn't start then, but they eventually went to war later on. But yeah, so Shuri and Namor fought and all the shit like that. So yeah, so it's very close to that Doom War storyline. And Doom did that to basically weaken Wakanda so he could take over. Yeah. So... So, because we
1: are it, supposedly yeah. get we are gonna get a we're getting a fantastic four movie in a couple years
0: so uh yeah so <laughs> I, it might as well just go ahead and put doom in there now so
1: and if we're doing the Kang universe or whatever the fuck Kang right. dynasty and in secret wars
0: yeah you gotta have we gotta, the have, we gotta rolling, have them you know, both yeah. right <laughs> you gotta have both yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah gotta have back to back so um uh, yeah, but that's all I got with that one. So we can move on past that. Oh, uh, yeah. Moving on past that, Eli, I guess we can start with the comic books. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I uh, appreciate everybody for sticking with us. Still stay with us because we got some more books we want to talk about. So it's comic book bullies where we'll we talk about the comic books. And Eli, I'll let you go first because I think you got more books than I do. All
2: right.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I'll get my get my images up. I oh, mm-hmm. guess I'll do Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi.
0: Ooh. uh, can you do anything else
1: <laughs> why did you not read it or did
0: you I did read it, it? it.
1: oh you I don't think want so it?
0: yeah because I only got two books so oh yeah you did you you put oh. it on the list you read it yeah oh
1: because
0: I I looked at the list briefly and I was just like damn if you take Shane Chi, I ain't got shit
1: what else did you read Black Adam
0: nah I didn't I should have if I know you um, would have read Shang-Chi, I would have read Black Adam. Would have gave I me did book. read
1: Black Adam, but I don't have an image. Oh. <laughs> but, but I'll do, I'll do Han, Han and Chewie, number three or four. What is this? Four. Number four.
0: Okay. I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't read uh, Star Wars 25.
1: Nah, man. They're still doing that fucking Crimson Dawn shit that I... Uh...
0: Oh, isn't it like the conclusion of it something like that? It's like oh, issue man, it's 25. It's been going so-
1: on for a long time and I'm like, ah,
0: Vader. Oh.
1: They're trying to kill Vader and they're not because it's Vader. You know? <laughs> <clears throat> so this is basically uh han and chewy um and uh one back in their smuggling days when they were doing dirt for Jabba, um they get hired to hired by uh, Jabba the hut to go steal the urn the ashes of one of his old rivals um but all this criminal caper mishaps ensues they they're working with greedo because he's the only one who knows where it is, but then they find the urn and then take off and ditch Greedo. But then, while they're on Corellia, which is Han Solo's home planet, they meet, they find Han Solo's dad. So Han Solo's dad's been uh, been um, tagging along. Um, on the last issue, uh, Han, uh, they run into Black Cresanston. Black okay. Chewbacca.
0: He black was made Chewbacca, famous the evil yeah, Chewbacca. He,
1: yeah yeah the black Chewbacca that was on the Boba Fett show <clears throat> and um he ends up uh stealing hot or like kidnapping Han. So this issue is basically very Chewbacca eccentric. Um we basically watch Chewbacca um go rescue Han. There's very little dialogue in this in this issue. It's just Chewbacca getting down going after um, you know, flying the Millennium Falcon, tracking down Black Krasanstan. They get into a fight. He, they have a, you know, a, a, a slugfest with, Chub- uh, with, you know, Wookiee against Wookiee. Um, he finds Han. They take off. Meanwhile, I forgot to say, uh, Chewie left Han's dad on the Millennium Falcon to go rescue Han. So Chewie goes out, goes, finds Han, beats the shit out of him. They get He gets in a fight with Black Krasanstan. Gets Han. They escape back to the Millennium Falcon. The Millennium Falcon's gone.
0: <laughs> dad took it.
1: The dad took it, and that's where it ends. So
0: <laughs> that sounds like something Han's dad would do. So yeah, yeah,
1: they're in a pickle. So, and I'm I'm just digging this series. I, I this is just a lot of fun. It's just you know Han and Chewie doing crime shit. You know Who, who's
0: writing it? Is it Charles Soules again?
1: Uh is it Charles? Who is writing this? Sorry, I don't know if it's Charles Soules. Who is it? It is Mark Guggenheim.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. He does yeah. a lot of shit. He he liked he likes big time.
1: Yeah. So and this is yeah. it's just fun. Like I said, it's it's crime shit, old West Outlaw shit in the Star Wars universe that um that I think the Disney shows are a little too afraid to go too deep into. So I get friend, it. I, Family friendly. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I get it from the comics. So this is just fun. It's just fun. So, right
0: of fun. Cool, cool. Cool. All right. Next book I'm going to do. Not going to do Shang-Chi. Okay. <laughs> I'm going I'm to start off with uh, this one. The reason I wanted to do a book this week. I just wanted to see where this storyline is going. So I'm going to do X, A-X-E, Judgments. Okay. Uh, for those who know, A-X-E means Avengers, X-Men, Eternals. It's a three-way fight. Sounds like a lot of action. So uh let's get down to it, see exactly where the story is going. Now we got that pulled up. So th- now we've been reading Road to X journey to x judgment of x this is x this is where the x story starts so we're just going to jump. okay it.
1: so it's finally getting this is avengers x-men and eternals
0: yeah they're all in it and the fight actually starts in this book so they actually going. Go the war starts in this all one. right so yeah so no more foreplay let's get to it <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah so it starts off um uh, Tony Stark, right there, is having a dinner date with Cersei. Meanwhile, they're across the street from the treehouse, which is the X Men's, you know, uh, uh, headquarters. And basically, uh, Tony is interrogating. She's like, "Look, I know some shit is going on with you in the Eternals. Uh, a war's about to start, but I need more information. What's going on?" And Cersei's like, "I'm not gonna tell you anything." And Tony's just like, "Up, oh, she's not gonna tell me. Take her." And she looks up in the sky. It's Phoenix. And it's Echo just snatches her out of uh out of the, the place and takes her into space, and she's getting the shit kicked out of her by Echo, Captain Marvel, and Thor. Now I don't care who you are; those three come for your ass, you're done. So even Eternal, <laughs> you know, uh yeah. So in the X Men's looking up, they're like, "Damn, she got that ass kicked," you know. But they got their own problems because since the the information's got out that they know how to resurrect themselves. All the humans want the technology also. So now the humans hate the X-Men even more than they did before, <laughs> you know, uh, and Jean Grey is like hearing their thoughts and she even get the thoughts of one of the uh, women down there, you know, is upset that her daughter died, you know, and the X-Men have the the ability to bring her back, but they won't because you're not a mutant, you know, so like, damn, well, what can we do? Well, nothing we can't do cyclops is like he don't care meanwhile you got uh kokoa talking they trying to figure out what's going on and destiny has a premonition but it says boom the eternals are trying to kill us they're gonna kill us like very soon like oh shit let me go to mars let me warn those people so nightcrawler goes to mars and talk and find storm and magneto and cable and he tells them what's, what's what cable's like okay uh no storm is like i'll go to earth because the Quiet Council needs to meet right now to find out what's going on with the Eternals. Meanwhile, they're gonna talk with the Quiet Council on Mars and hash it out. Let's go from there. Okay, cool. Uh, What do we got here? We got Iron Man took Cersei back to the Avengers Mountain, and he put her in a special room where psychic powers don't work. She's like, "Oh yeah, my psychic powers don't work, but my matter, ma- ma- uh, matter manipulation works just the same." And she just turned back into her her, her Eternals outfit, and she's like, "Look, Tony." You, you can't keep me uh you can't keep me locked in here. Matter of fact, with your heart condition, even from this distance, I can just give you a heart attack right now by the snap of a finger. And all people would think like, why this shit didn't happen 10 years ago? She was like, look, just tell me what I want to know. Well, who are you about to fight? Who are you about to go to war with? She's like, I'm not telling you anything. And you know, and then that's when Tony gets a phone call. He's like, it's not working. Uh, I'm coming in. And he's like, no, you can't come in because she'll mind control you. You're like, it don't matter, Tony. You know the rules. And that's what Catherine Merrick walks in. He was like, look, So she used to be Avenger, once an Avenger, always an Avenger. So he starts talking and he's just like, Well, what do you know? And she's like, What do I know? What do you know? Because basically, they know information that Druid is about to start a war. They know he's about to start a war, but they don't know who he's about to start a war with. So we get to it and we go to Druid and we find out what he's doing. He's going to like some other high council in eternals, and he's saying, I need control of the mutamine to kill the mutants. So do I have your permission? And they all give him a thumbs up. They're like, yep, listen to you, mine," And they do it. So he's talking to Thanos' uncle, telling him the whole situation. And he basically like his Thanos' uncle, Uranus, not Uranus, Uranus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got to keep remembering that. He's been locked in there for like 100,000 years. And Drew is telling him, I tell you what, I'm going to let you out for one hour, for just one hour. After that, the machine is going to teleport you back in here, but you commit this, uh, and you do one thing for an hour, wreck as much havoc as you can, and just do that for me while I go handle some other shit, you know? So he's like, and that's when you got this cool-ass picture of Uranus. He's like, Uranus, the undying. Watch what I do with an hour. That's what she said, you know. Uh, We go to (laughs) William and Taggart. Yeah, so Mori Mittagel and Druig is just talking it over. They're like, so how are you going to kill the mutants? you are like, I'm going to show you. And he basically breaks down his plan while the plan is happening, doing this hour while Uranos is doing his old fucked up shit. So you got Wolverine gold balls playing volleyball, and the choir is talking. They're just like, well, what the hell is going on? Where's Mr. Sinister? We ain't seen Mr. Sinister in months, you know. And while they're talking, that's when they all get the psychic attack, and the unimine. Is over Krakoa, and the is about to kill everybody on on the country. That's when all the psychics in the X-Men will go into teleport, you know, psychic mode like Jean Grey and Hope and Emma Frost and Professor X, and they go to battle with the So human eyes can't see this battle, but it's a mind battle that, you know, nobody else can see, you know. But so that means all the telepaths are out of play. Which means the regular turners can go to work. So they got actually battle armor on right now. And they start fighting the shit out of them. And they just start fucking up mutants. You know, and they call the X-Men. The X-Men teleport from New York from the treehouse. Teleport everybody. Um, oh, and then while the Mars squad council is talking, they get attacked. But we don't see who they get attacked by until later on. So Wolverine sniffs something. He smells something. So he's fighting his way, chapping his way through turnals, And he see Gold ball gold balls is dead and he's one of the five so he's like this thing good because they basically they know who the five are so he's like if he's going for them then he's going for hope next so he teleports and he stabs them in the eternal right before he kills hope and he's just like oh damn you're good he's like how did you even know i was here he's like i couldn't smell you because you got some kind of eternal power that stops me from smelling you but i can smell the blood on your knife from gold balls you need to clean your blades more you're like okay and he just teleports away you know and he but wolverine steps in front of hope to stop him from getting stabbed and shit like that but he just teleports and that's it so and he was like basically gene stop this unibrow unimind battle get back here they're trying to kill the fire they're trying to kill hope you know so basically the eternals did what they wanted to do and they left and eternal and grew is like well i did what i wanted to do i'm out you know but somehow gold balls had a backup of himself so since he's there they can still you know basically the five is still intact. And they bring back Cable, even though he was on Mars. And he's just like, what what happened? He's like, tell me what happened. You know, and that's when Uranus, you know, is counting down and he teleports. His hours is up. He teleports back and you see a trail of bodies on Mars. So that's what he did in an hour, you know, and he's basically just like, look, you need me because your other plan failed, but I got the shit done, you know, so bring me back and we can get this done. He's like, no, I'm not ever letting you out ever again. You're crazy you know uh so we go to the avengers and they get approached by oh yeah <laughs> this shit was funny right here uh druid fa- announces phase two of his plan he's just like he uh basically hacks into everybody's smartphone on the planet he tells citizens of earth i'm coming to deal with you about this mutant problem we're the eternals and we're gonna kill them and we should have did it a long time ago but our bad we're gonna take care of them now and basically everybody on the planet starts cheering they're like thank you get rid of these motherfuckers we want them gone fuck these muties you know you are like but we're gonna need some monsters that we're gonna resurrect from the western hemisphere to kill them so if you're on the western hemisphere you might want to move uh away from the coastline and these these monsters are called the hex and that's gonna say next. we continue so yeah uh like i said the war has started the war is going on we got action they know who the five are. They know where to hurt the X Men, and I think everybody on Mars is dead. So we'll see how it goes. So. Well, damn. Yeah. Overall, <clears throat> pretty interesting start. I'm, I'm into the this summer blockbuster. Let's see where it goes. You know. So. Cool. All right. So, uh, yeah. What you got next?
1: I will do. I'll do Black Adam number two.
0: <laughs> okay. I don't have them on the list, but we can go with it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I got it. I got an image real
0: quick. You got an image. Cool. Okay. Cause I didn't have anything. I was
1: multitasking. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. This is Black Adam number two. um So, in the last issue, Black Adam got infected by some toxin that he fought. It was like a, it was like Dark Side, but it wasn't Dark Side or something.
0: I think it was one of those Dark Crisis. Maybe it's Dark Crisis shit. I guess I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. But he, anyways, he got fucked up in battle and he's dying. He's got this fucked up disease. But there's this guy. There's this kid. He's like a med student, his name is Malik, and he's the descendant of Black Adam. And he wants to pass on the mantle to this Malik. Black Adam wants to get, make him the new Black Adam. And he wants him to redeem his name. So they bring this kid to Kondoc. They take him. He's like a he's like in Harlem. They take, they kidnap him, take him to Kondoc. Let him meet Black Adam, who's all in the hospital. He's all fucked up looking. He's got this disease. Um, his face is all fucked up and shit and he's basically telling me yeah you're you're my descendant you know you i'm going to give you this power and you're supposed to redeem my name you're supposed to you know i'm i'm a piece of shit i'm i can't redeem i've done so much fucked up shit in my life that you know i cannot be redeemed but you can take on the mantle and restore the legacy of black adam so he gives him the power and he names him you are now white adam
0: make black panther make black adam white
1: (laughs) and he even says wait a second i i yeah i'm i'm not i'm not gonna call myself white adam (laughs) (laughs) but i am a doctor we need to get this motherfucker to a doctor so they end up teleporting uh black adam to a doctor and he's in the fucking uh um, being prepped or whatever it is in the hospital but then one of the you know nurses come out and says uh my condolences you know the shah condo is dead and black Adam died? Dead. that yeah that's where it ends wow so okay Christopher priest kills black Adam
0: in the second oh, issue fought. in the second okay. issue <laughs> okay
1: so yeah I mean it's all right three out of five i you know I, you know it's all right. I'm not well versed in the whole Shazam Black Adam, you know, lore, but you know, I thought
0: this I mean, was but it's okay. a, it's a new character, so it's yeah. like Chris it's like, you know, Chris Preacher just go wherever he wants to with this character, so.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, we get some flashbacks of, you know, Black Adam like leaving his nephew to die back in like it slave Egyptian times and shit. Um, you know, yeah. biblical times and, you know, of course of when he's like as a the politician you know when he's theo or whatever his name is and
2: yeah
0: know, in prison time yeah
1: yeah and how like these american politicians are trying to like you know wheel and deal with them and he's like i don't give a fuck about your country like, we're trying to <laughs> we're trying to spread freedom democracy he's like freedom and a democracy america you kidding me? Right, right. right, right. <laughs> I have no. I you got you guys got nothing for me. He's something like yeah. he says. Yeah, there goes no with his in, agenda. Yeah, I have no interest in anything you got. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. Oh, <laughs> so, man. uh so yeah. But I, you that's know, crazy. I that mean,
0: they kill Black Adam, even though Black Adam has a movie coming out. They kill the main <laughs> character with a movie coming out in the second issue. Like, okay
1: and then and then turned them white
0: (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) america yeah
1: (laughs) so yeah three out of five it's fine
0: okay all right next book i got is batman superman world's finest number five did you read this i did read this yeah you did read this okay i read a lot lot lot, man
1: i I blew a lot of money this week there's a ton of books
0: where's the book there you go there it is yeah, you've been busy this week. <laughs> All right. So like I said, what you're going to jump into it. This is Superman, Batman. This is actually the the last issue of this arc, mm-hmm. of the conclusion of this arc that we have going on, the Devil Nelsa storyline. So we you're going to jump into it What uh, was basically they caught him last issue when Superman and Batman did a fusion dance, turned into one being and was strong enough to, to kick his ass. And now they have to make a decision who's going to put him in the tomb. Because whoever puts them in the tomb has to lock the door behind them, and they're going to be locked in there forever. Forever, ever, and ever, and ever. You know, so they all do the whole superhero thing. I'll do it. No, I'll do it. No, I'll do it. Super Supergirl showed them the key. This is the key you got to use to lock them in there. You know, everybody argues. No, I'll do it. I'm supposed to be the Superman. Batman's telling them, no, you can't do it. Because if you go over there to the other realm, which is made of nothing but magic, you'll be as strong as I am, and you can't fight. So they're going to kill you the moment you get over there. So... And then if you want to do control, I'm expendable. I'll do it. And the super girl like, no, I'll do it because, and then they're like, because of what? They're like, wait a minute, where's Robin? <laughs> and she's like, oh yeah, I meant to tell you about that. <laughs> and then before they could do that, she gets heat visioned by Superman, who's been controlled by the devil Neza, who basically saying, why did I do this in the with? And that's a good question. Why didn't he just possess Superman to begin with? You
1: know?
0: <laughs> but anyway, Superman is about to attack Batman. So we got Superman, Batman round two. No, nope, Supergirl catches him. Superman on. again. <laughs> right, again, evil <laughs> Superman, you know. So Supergirl takes him and they fight it out. They were like, no, you're not going to stop me. So Batman and the Doom Patrol, you know, they and Batman's like, okay, you go left. Rita, you go right. Follow my orders. And then that's when Rita just grabs him. And she's like, I'm not taking your order. So now she's been possessed by the Devil nessa. And then Larry attacks Cliff. Now he's possessed by the Devil Nessers. Why the Devil Nessers didn't do any of this shit? I don't know. But anyway, he does it. So all the Doom Patrol is possessed except for Cliff because he's a robot, so he can't be possessed. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Supergirl is trying to knock, take down Superman, but of course she can't. Uh, They can do this Dragon Ball Z heat battle between each other, you know, just like uh, this. But Superman gets us all this bullshit. Exactly. So all this bullshit about supergirl, strong superman, Mark Adam, Mark Wade is like, fuck that shit. No. <laughs> Cause she got her ass whooped by Superman. Uh yeah. So basically everybody's got their ass beat. Uh Cliff is just like, Well, shit, ain't nothing else I can do. Let me just knock his ass out just see what happens. I'm gonna just rush at him. If I die, fuck it, at least I went down swinging. And right before he gets him, boom, punches him. And even Cliff was like, Wait, what? I, I actually hit. Him. So what well, uh, basically <laughs> uh yeah so when she hits him everybody that was under mind control is not you know comes back to normal and supergirl remembers what that wizard said she's like oh yeah he can only adapt ne- devil Ness can only adapt to science that he knows about since Cliff is a robot cyborg type person he can't adapt to him so Cliff wail on him and then he wills and the Batman puts on his you know his gauntlets and he starts wearing on him, they realize okay so it's too much for devil necessary to to adapt to so they finally beat the shelves So like okay we can finally take them and and then superman uh shoots off there and then goes to the force of style too he's like i got i got my own plan while y'all basically holding him back because what y'all doing right now is not gonna work you know and then it doesn't work because the devil neza catches on with what they're doing so he adapts to both their energies and knocks them both out so yeah so basically i know that shit. takes uh larry absorb his negative manpower so He like yeah so basically the longer he stays there the stronger he's getting you know and that's when Supermans like, okay, so you know Earth technology. How about you try on Kryptonian technology for size? And he's got the Phantom Zone gun in his hand, which he does. He uses way more than he should. Where anytime he fights a villain stronger than him, he has to grab a Phantom Zone gun and just shoots him to the Phantom Zone. So he tries to shoot him, shoot him, uh, and then yeah, takes to the Phantom Zone. So it should be the end, but we know it's not the end. <laughs> you know, he's stuck in the Phantom Zone. And then, okay, so like, where's Robin? She like, I don't know. He, we were going back, and he's somewhere in the time stream. <coughs> he's lost forever, and that's it. She's like, damn. So while they're talking, then in the background, you can see a little portal-ripping reality, and it's the devil Neza clawing his way out of the Phantom Zone. He has absorbed the energy of the Phantom Zone, so he knows how to get out. So they're like, damn, we, there's no way we can beat this guy. So what the hell do we do? So then you got Batman, Supergirl, and Superman looking at the key and basically, who can get to the key first? And who gets the key first? Superman, again, faster than Supergirl, stronger than Supergirl. So there you go. He grabs the devil Neza, grabs the key, and locks him in the doom, uh, locks him in the tomb behind them, and that's it. So Batman's just like Superman. You know, he tries to bang on the door. Yeah, because it's got to
1: be locked in the inside.
0: Got to be locked on the inside. So that's it. And he knows on the inside, since the other side is magic, Superman has no powers on the other side you know yeah uh, or at least he's gonna run out of powers on the inside then he yells at supergirl why the hell you didn't do something he's like do what stop him stop robbing i'll be answering the question for the rest of my life he's like damn i loved him too batman i like how she said i loved him too <laughs> you know like <laughs> yes batman i know you love him but i'm family you know uh so then you know cliff steps in he's like okay y'all quit arguing okay look we won let's go tell the world how superman made a sacrifice to save the planet you know uh and then batman you coming and Batman's looking, he's like, hold up, it's not here. They're like, Clark, you son of a bitch.
2: They're like,
0: <laughs> And then he was like, uh-huh. He took the Phantom Zone gun in there with him. So he's just like, "Uh," And he, he remembers the rip that the Devil Neza left. He was like, there's the rip. Negative man, go open the rip. And he was like, okay, I'm going to try to, but this rip is tough. And if I don't get done in 67 seconds, I'm going to turn back into, you know, regular Larry. You know, so they all try to use the rip, try to rip through him. And they find Superman pull him through they get him and that's it so yeah superman escapes the phantom zone you know and and so he's looking at batman like took you long enough and like and batman like man that was stupid as hell he's like no it's not stupid as hell aren't you batman i knew you were gonna find a way to get me out of there like oh yeah you're right i am batman okay yeah (laughs) uh yeah and he basically tell him what he did the devil when he got locked in there he took the phantom zone gun and turned it on himself to blast himself into the phantom zone, and before he did it, he heat visioned it right before he disappeared to stick the devil Neza in there so he can't get out, you know. And he just was just waiting for Batman to find a way to get him out of there, you know. And then, and Super Supergirl is like, Yeah, let's make sure nobody else finds this place. So they basically throw all kind of rubble on top of it, bury the tomb so nobody else can find it, you know. Uh, and then it's just like, Uh, good day, Batman. Uh, but I'm sorry about Robin Batman. And it basically looked like, Let's next it. So the next arc is. Let's rescue Robin, you know. Meanwhile, in present day, we I guess we go back to the tomb of the devil Nessa and we see Damian Wayne Robin, you know. Uh, and he finds the tomb of the devil Nessa, and it looks like that tomb was built on Lazarus Island, which is the Mm -hmm. whole arc that Robin has been dealing with the whole time. So they didn't know they built that shit there, you know. We continue to Batman versus Robin,
1: versus Robin,
0: versus Robin is so. Yeah, I want to see how that shit goes. So, yeah. Uh awesome arc. Mark Wade killed it. It's just classic Batman and Superman is what you expect, you know. Uh Batman and Superman, it was a nice balance they did. Need each other, so it didn't feel like one was more overpowered than the other. Having Batman and Superman fusion dance was a cool little thing also. So, good for trivia night. So, yeah, awesome arc. I don't know if I'll stick with the next uh arc a lot of time with these books. When you get to the second arc, it starts going downhill, but this first arc, yeah, I'm all I was all on board. So, Cool. Uh yeah, what what you got?
1: I will do. Should we do Mad Balls. Go Garbage for it. Cowboys? Yeah, i don't do that.
0: I I won't object to that. So, Let's...
1: were you were you a Mad Ball fan?
0: I don't even know who Mad Balls is, but I was oh, not man. a Garbage pill fan, kid. Yeah, <laughs> I was oh. not a fan of them. <laughs>
1: yeah. Why? Because it didn't have your name.
0: Uh, even if it did have my name, I still wouldn't fuck with
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I, yeah, I was a fan of both of these. Me and my brother loved both of these. Mad Balls versus Garbage Pail Kids. Um, it's a comic, Dynamite, just putting out some stupid schlock for nostalgia's sake, and that's all this is. Um, so for those who don't know, Mad Balls and Garbage Pail Kids were two... Toy, well no well mad balls was like a toy line they started out they were right. balls
0: but garfield kids were definitely toy line
1: yeah um so mad balls they're basically these monster there are balls shaped like monsters and zombies and gross you know gory things you know that kids in the 80s were into because it was the fucking 80s slime
0: and, slime, and, and... yeah i actually had a
1: slobulous shirt <laughs> which mm-hmm. is one of them um, Why
0: Slimer was so popular in Ghostbusters? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, we collected these things. We we you know between me and my brother we had a few. I mean, and we would throw them at each other or just collect them. They made comic books. There was a cartoon. Um, it got popular for a few years. Um, in recent years, here let me get rid of that. Let me stop the screen. I have that a few years oh, ago. Have they, it. Okay. they they came out with a horror movie line of mad balls. This is my leatherface mad ball. He's even got a hammer in his head. I also have a predator mad ball, but my fucking dog ate it.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um but yeah so mad balls they were just uh, you know just gross toys balls made shaped like monsters and
0: you, you had and to be that. in the eighties to understand. It, yeah it was like yeah.
1: gross <laughs> out boy humor dick and fart or just fart grossy Fart like jokes Nickelodeon,
0: shit, you, know. you can't do that on television. Yeah. And all that stuff like that. So yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so that was one of them. And then there was Garbage Pail Kids. Garbage Pail Kids were a parody of Cabbage Patch Kids, which were you know these very highly sought after dolls, you know, um, in the eighties. And Art Spiegelman was one of the artists on these. So Tops, the trading card company, they they did Bazooka Gum and baseball cards and they they specialized in trading cards mars attacks and movie cards and stuff like that and then it would be a stick of gum so they started doing um the series called the garbage pail kids which was a parody of cabbage patch kids where only these babies were very gross out toilet humor kind of like mad magazine you know um, and they used their names like Adam Baum was the guy, that was the kid with the blowing up head. He had Large Marge and, you know, uh, all different kinds of the like, Booger Bobby or whatever, and it's not coming out of his mouth. These were highly popular. I've, again, me and my they brother had a movie. They had a movie, a
0: very stupid movie. And parents came lost their shit. <laughs> the <laughs>
1: movie sucks. Yes. Even for 80s, crappy 80s standards, it's it's bad. And not in the bad. It's good. No, it's bad and bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, me and my brother had a bunch of these cards, stickers. Um, I always searched for my name, but of course, you know, my I didn't have one of those names that, you know, a common name. <laughs>
0: John and Bob yeah. and yeah.
1: No one could pronounce my name ever in mm-hmm. every year in, every year in school. I was, my name was always <laughs> pronounced wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but
1: um but yeah ironically i i first saw these in church uh <laughs> garbage
0: pill. okay so i snuck one in or something the, or?
1: the kids in sunday school were had had garbage pill. that's where i first heard of them <laughs> but um so anyways dynamite took these two franchises and stuck them in a comic book together and it's just stupid stupid nostalgic fun you know um it's it's, a, it's an anthology stories. There's a couple one where these like wholesome people, uppity conservative folk, uh, move into a neighborhood. They just bought this brand new house, but their neighbors on one side is the Mad Balls, and the other side is the garbage pail kids. And they're like, oh my god, I can't we move we move next to these 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 barbaric uh, gross neighbors and stuff. And then but then the kids end up liking them and they start playing with the. With them and stuff. And then there's like a there's like a word find, there's like a where's Waldo uh page where you're supposed to look for crap in a dumpster. There's really gross dumpsters you're supposed to find different gross items and stuff. It's just stupid fun that I just yeah it's like Mad Magazine. If you you know for those who grew up on Mad Magazine like me or just fans of these old stupid toys, it was it was just fun. You know I don't know if I'm going to pick up the second issue, but it was fun to just take a stroll down memory lane. I was like, oh, yeah, I had a Slobulous shirt. I had, You know, my brother had, you know, we had that mad ball. We had that mad ball. I had all these Garbage Pail Kids cards and stuff. So, yeah, it was just fun. Three out of five. Just stupid, stupid
0: fun. Cool. Okay. All right. I hate to do it to you, Eli, but last book I got to do, Shang-Chi all right i read this <laughs> okay you can help me out if i get lost somewhere on it because i actually haven't been keeping up with the story but i watched the movie so we can go <laughs> it's actually, yeah because this is a new run this is a new run this is shang chi and the the ten rings and yeah so, so
1: it kind of picks up where we're kind of like where the movie is he's got the rings now
0: yeah and plus they do a little recap on the story also kind of let you know where yeah. they were whatever you missed so Uh yeah, so he has the ten rings. So Shang Chi has superpowers now. Never been a thing in the comics. Yes, there was one time where he could do like shadow clones and do that, but that was like something like Wanda made him do with some shit. I can't remember. But now he's got superpowers on his own. So we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah. So in this book, uh, basically he's uh his two warriors. He's got two warriors that work for him. You know, because he's still the supreme commander. And they're basically looking at the uh 10 rings they're like man what if we had those rings you know and they're trying to talk and the rings almost kill them you know until shang chi stops them he's just like no give me the rings they're like well, what are you doing sneaking in here if i didn't come in here the rings would have killed you guys you know uh they were like i'm sorry man i say he like take them to the infirmary you know get them fixed up you know um uh, so and he realized see, the thing is shang chi doesn't want to touch these rings because he thinking these rings corrupted his father you know like in the movie you know so he's just like i'm just gonna leave them and just not touch them you know but the fact that he left them there he keeps having dreams and nightmares you know that the rings are like down below him so he tries to take him back where he got to you know in the gate back to tallow but the gate doesn't work anymore like so he can't get to tallow to drop the rings back off so he's just stuck with him so he just leaves him in a locks the door and doesn't do anything with him even though he knows he's got like nuclear weapons you know in his in his house You know, so he tries to, you know, go on a date, top golf or wherever they are. They go golfing and he, you know, he's talking to his girlfriend. Oh, you know, being with me is tough. I'm an awesome superhero, but life is hard. You know, stuff like that. So that's when he gets attacked by, get to it, he's a fist. (laughs) Raise a fist from the movie. But now that's the thing, Shang-Chi doesn't get enough credit for his rogues gallery. He actually has an awesome rose together. Not just Razor Fist, but like dudes like uh Stealth Stalker and Death Dealer. And these are the awesome-ass names of dudes that just show like one time they die and that's it, you know. So anyway, he fights Razor Fist. Uh, at the mini chops golf off, course. At the mini golf course. He chops up one of the windmills on the golf course. Uh Shang-Chi takes a shit while his hand, then smacks Razor Fist in the face, knocks him out. So Razor Fist used to be like a two-issue fight with him and Shang-Chi back in the 70s like they used to like go at it now he takes him out like a couple pounds so <laughs> somebody got upgrade somebody didn't so anyway he gets notification that his house is under attack you know uh you know about Master Ling like the, the house priest or something like that I think who Master Ling is so he's got to get to the house you know he does his superman you know who turns into you know, trying, trying to go to superhero form at least a girl. And I think that's the, that's the, his girlfriend is the same lawyer chick that, like, his boss's niece or some shit from yeah, the first yeah, Something like that. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, he goes there. He sees the house under attack. Smoke's coming from something like that. He sees Hydra kicking the shit out of his men. So he's like, uh-uh, this can't happen. So he dives down there, kick the shit out of them, just goes to work. He's like, why the hell are Hydra here in my house? They're obviously after the Ten Rings. But how did they even know the Ten Rings were here or what the Ten Rings even are? So they're trying to hack into it. He goes there and kicks the shit out of that guy before he can hack into the room. Or he actually gets the room open, you know. And then he realizes Lady Iron Fan, I guess that's the chick from the, the last run, whatever. And she's yeah. like, hey, yeah. She's like, hey, Shang-Chi. Uh, yeah, since you put me out of business last uh, on the last run, I had to outsource. And when I outsourced, I told everybody where the 10 rings were. Like, who is everybody? Those guys behind you. And basically, you got AIM, the Red Dad Collective, the Inner Demons, the Hand, Han. Gangsters, Ninjas, Terrorists. Everybody. Yeah, except the mob. No mob here. I, they need. <laughs> we need more mafia representation in the MCU. But yeah, anyway. So, anyway, all these guys, even Shane, she can't take these guys, you would think. <laughs> until he like, okay, let's go with it. And he did, Kia, bitch. What
2: the hell? You know, what the hell? <laughs> what's hard?
0: you know kick the shit out of him. he's moving so fast it's like three of them He like kick the shit out of everybody hey and hey, everybody catch your hands the hand is catching hands you know uh kick the shit out of him in the demons and then he gets shot at by one of his own men the same guy from the beginning of the story he sold them out he's the one that sold the codes to a lady iron fan he's like i don't trust you because when the other guy was in charge, your dad was in charge, we ran smoothly. Now look at us. Everybody's attacking us. We're under control. We're out of control right now. And it's all your fault, you know. Uh, and he points the gun at him. He was like, oh, shit. So, And that's when Master Lean blasts him in the face, which we did. I, did Master lean ever have powers before?
1: Uh, I think back in the other dimension, didn't he? Or
0: did the he? Other, okay. Because the other, the other Shang-Chi looked surprised. Like, okay, I didn't know you could do that you know but he kills that guy he's like look if we're gonna survive this you got to be as ruthless as i am right now nobody can get to those those uh those rings right now so he kicks the shit out of the red die collector we kick that shit out of red die. he's like oh hey you met my bodyguard red cannon so it's a new guy you know cool design i like this i didn't bring this guy back i don't know we've never seen him before but he shoots at shane shit apparently he's fast enough that shane she can almost get him he's doing the flipping and dipping and dodging and diving you know uh you know, and he sees a weak point. He says, "Weak point on." Him. He like, look at his arm. He like, if I can get to that, take that pressure point out. I can get him. So, bam, hits it, and his yeah. arm falls off. Me, yeah. yeah. But Red Dot only wanted to distract him. He just wanted to distract him long enough to get to the rings. And as soon as he gets to the rings, one of the rings shoot through his chest. Yeah, <laughs> dead. <laughs> so he's Got out my of weak there.
1: spot. It's <laughs> <you fail. laughs>
0: Exactly. That's what changed You like you idiots. I wasn't protecting you from the rings. I was protecting the rings from you, so then he takes the rings and I guess he starts flying, so he can fly now. Yeah, oh, he, he starts flies. whooping out. Oh. He gets the glow. Yeah, gets the glow. When well,
1: you got the glow, is the last dragon. The body
0: boo, and just just takes out everybody <laughs> like it's nothing, you know. You possess you're like...
1: the power of the glow, and,
0: and then everybody when starts you're dead. running. <laughs> <laughs> scram turkeys <laughs> split the scene <laughs> you know everybody takes off running and shit like that and he falls back to his his uh fallbacks to earth and he's basically in the rings fall down he's just like oh shit i'm tired you know uh yeah and the book ends we continue so yeah so basically the the ring takes a heavy toll he realized the ring is like he might be sacrificing his soul to use those rings. Yeah, so, he's yeah.
1: struggling with you know an inner struggle of is he going to become evil like his dad?
0: Right, which something that wasn't in the movie. I thought that's a nice twist. Yeah. You know, in the in the rings, he got in the movie, he got the rings, and the rings became good just because he's good. In this, he's like, you know, I, I can't turn to my father.
1: The know? corrupt, yes, it, like, exactly. like Lord of the Rings, they can it, he, they have the power to corrupt or whatever. He's afraid From of the a power. ring.
0: From a ring. <laughs> ah. Yeah. <laughs> Symmetry. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, honestly, awesome story. It just it drops you in there. It gives you a backdrop of what's going on. If you know Shang-Chi movie, you, you can go in this. If you know the massive kung fu comics, you can jump in on this. So Yeah, this right. is fun. Fa-
2: yeah,
1: I, I've been on Shang-Chi ever since what's this kid's name again? The guy who took it over?
0: Well, I think, yeah, it's another I think this, I think it's a new artist on this book. But I like the artist because I like the old artist because he had like that anime, uh, anime feel.
1: Yeah, Luen this, Yang, this, uh, Gene Luen yeah, Yang.
0: Yeah, and this artist feel like he's continuing that uh, anime feel. Also, I still like the other artists better, but it still has that kinetic energy where you feel it. I'll be honest with you, Eli. When when those uh, assassins start showing up the hand and the gangster shit like that, I start playing the Saints U soundtrack. <laughs> you <know>? soundtrack. <laughs> I'm like, let's let's play this shit. Let's just put it on the big TV and just let you. For that do 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 for the trailer, yeah, all that shit was playing. And then when he's
1: fighting that dude with the arm, then play Weak Spot by Wu Tang.
0: Right. Then play should play. I need I need a shang Chi playlist next time I read next shang Chi book yeah. you. Yeah. But what you got next?
1: I think I'm booked out. Am I booked out? I believe I'm booked out. Yeah, I think I'm booked. Right. Oh no, I did do a power. Oh, I'll do it. Do a power bomb shit. That's Remember right. One, yeah. I thought
0: it was one more book he had on that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I sort of added, no, cause I was going to do Shang-Chi, but then I added black Adam. So I thought I was done. Let's do a power bomb that wrestling book that Daniel Warren Johnson is uh, doing. Um, I love Daniel Warren Johnson's artwork. I love his writing. He really has a lot of heart and um, uh, emotion to his stories. Um, he did the Beta Ray Bill book, which is one of my favorite books of last year. He did that Wonder Woman, Dead Earth. He did Murder Falcon, which is one of my favorite books, too. Um, and he's bringing that style, that really heart emotional, heartfelt emotional style to this pro wrestling book. And his artwork is very gritty and raw and visceral. Um, but it balances out with the very emotional drama that's going on basically about this girl whose mom was a pro wrestler. She dies in the ring. Um, She grows up to try and follow in her mom's footsteps. She tries to become a pro wrestler herself. But then something weird shit happens, because that's what happens in Daniel Warren Johnson's book. Some weird, wild fantasy shit happens. Some otherworldly alien being from another dimension brings her to some planet, prison planet, where he makes he wants her to wrestle in a tournament yeah. a tag team tournament on another planet only this time the wrestling is real she's like oh you're going to be i want you to pick a tag team partner and you're going to wrestle for the belt and if you win the belt i'll bring your mom back to life cuz i'm a necromancer so she's like okay um but do you know wrestling is scripted the 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 winners are are you know it's 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 all pre pre thought out before the winners are it's a scripted format it's like it's not really real he's like oh you're joking and <laughs> mm-hmm. so he doesn't think he doesn't know that it's real and she's just this scrawny little girl so she tries to go um she tries to go recruit this other tag team wrestler the one who was in the ring with her mom when she died he actually did the the move on her and he feels guilty about it for killing her mom in the ring, even though she was, you know, there was a misstep and he has accidentally killed her. So he's been feeling guilty about it ever since. His name is Cobra Son. So she tries to recruit Cobra Son. But, yo, I need a, you know, I need a tag team partner for this alien wrestling tournament. There's, oh, you're talking about that necro guy, the necromancer. Yeah. He already tried to recruit me. Yeah. I'm not doing that shit. And you're not going to be my tag team partner anyways, because you're too small. And you barely know anything, and kind of you know. She's like, "Well, fine. I'm gonna do it without you. I'll go find my own wrestling part." And she kind of storms out. Then she gets a phone call from her dad, and she's like, "Hi, dad." And um, then it cuts to her dad, and it's actually that tag team guy, Cobra Son, who's always wearing a mask. He's a luchador. Oh, Restor, always wearing a mask. So she didn't. She doesn't father. know that that was her dad. So that's I fucked up. I am your up. father. <laughs> Yes, that's so her dad father
0: killed her mother. Killed her
1: mom actually killed her mom. It's like like that. Daniel Warren Johnson's shit is dramatic.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was not expecting that. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so yeah, another four out of five for me. I, I like I said, I'm a big fan of his work, and this is just him showing his love for pro wrestling. And like some of the action is just great. Like he's very kinetic, visceral brutality. Well, You've you seen the beta ray bill, didn't you? The book I didn't, but
0: I'm pretty sure it's on Marlon Limited. I'm, I'm yeah. gonna get on it. I'm gonna get very on
1: that, so yeah. raw, gritty action. I love his style, you know. Very, uh, yeah, it's not clean, it's not slick, it's not refined, it's very dirty, <laughs> <laughs> old and
2: dirty. <laughs>
0: All right, so yeah, uh appreciate everybody. If you listen this long, if you like, share subscribe. I know this was one of our longer episodes. Like I said, we had a lot of stuff we had to knock out. Uh actually a lot of topics we cut that I'm just not gonna even deal with. I might deal with them next week, you
1: know. Yeah, I I didn't even get to talk about the Chucky trailer,
0: but (laughs) the Chucky trailer, yeah. I didn't didn't know about that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Or the new Ninja Turtle book that's coming out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like there's a
1: lot of shit at San Diego that I was yeah, like
0: like, I said, this was Comic Con this weekend. Like we technically we could have did a show just on that one, but you know. Uh, it's, it's other stuff I wanted to talk about so I didn't want to yeah. just talk about Comic Con you know uh, join us next week I don't know what's happening I'm pretty sure something will happen we'll find something to talk about or the topics we didn't talk about this week we'll talk about next week either way we got stuff so okay. yeah talk about all the ninja turtles you want to talk about next week so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> until then this is Leroy this is Eli we'll talk to you guys next week same bully time same bully channel
2: everything I do is magic being black is beautiful. Yeah. I'm tricky, so what you expect? Look. Yeah. Uh uh-huh. uh-huh. Michael Jackson the shoes, Barack Obama the jewels. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Over with me the cool, with a Serena or two. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Hey, the sick is the flu. BB can give them the blues. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Jay and Diddy the moves. Ain't no way I can lose. Uh uh-huh. huh hey. up, looking like black magic. Hey. Black magic, uh, pulling up. Feeling like Black magic, Black magic, uh, pulling up. Looking like Black magic, Black magic, uh, pulling up. Looking like so I'm my grandma, I'm kicking this shit from the soul. they not ready for this. I'm from under the bottom with the only shot that you get is from rifles and pills. Living life like it's good times, but we didn't have a penny, though. Blowing up down the mic like I'm JJ. Used to hoop with Lamarcus and baby. Now we plot every day on the payday. Get that bag, that big bag, and my bitch want the herd, man. Everyday scheming and rubbing my hands together like I'm bird, man. I want me 22 million, put that on the house. I got too many babies to sleep on the couch. Got the juice with no shadow of doubt. God first. And hard work, that's what I'm about Look, a nigga really head first Nigga make it play, make him bread work Nigga sleep and get them out the bed first Wanna see results, do the lead work Busy overthinking, make your head hurt You don't overcome if you ain't scared first Gotta keep it wavy, niggas be gaze, Can't be acting lazy, gotta feed them babies Gotta feed them babies Michael Jackson the shoes Barack Obama the Jews Over with it and cool With a Serena or two Uh-huh the sick is the flu. BB can't give them the blues. Uh huh. Jay and Diddy the moves. Ain't no way I could lose. Uh huh. Pulling up, looking like black magic, black magic. Uh, uh-huh. pulling up, feeling like black magic, black magic. Uh, uh-huh. pulling up, looking like black magic, black magic. Uh, uh-huh. pulling up, looking like. Oh, that's young 4-5. Say you don't know I'm here on fire. Go, go harder than James, gon' talk this shit like Richard Pryor. Put purpose on my verses, keep my Angelo like Maya. Yo, Muhammad Ali, I'm the greatest. I'm killing this shit like OJ, get away with it. Young all ate a baby when real was real. I'm not a flop, I got skills for real. Didn't have my daddy around as a youngin', so I looked up to Uncle Phil and Bill. Wanted to be a huxable, that's what I'm driven, that's what I hustle for. Round nigga kicking black magic, yeah. Black. Magic yeah. Magic, yeah Gotta keep coming strong Gotta kick down them doors Struggles and bad days Don't wanna see them no more Wouldn't take it back Cause it's part of my story Tell the devil get back Time for me to show the world my glory For uh-huh. real Michael Jackson the shoes Barack Obama the jewels uh-huh. oh, yeah. Over with it a cool With a Serena or two uh-huh. oh, yeah. Hey, the sick is the flu BB can't give them the blues Uh-huh Tell you, Diddy, the moves ain't no way I can lose. Uh huh. Pulling up, looking like black magic, black magic, uh. Pulling up, feeling like black magic, black magic, uh. Pulling up, looking like black magic, black magic, uh. Pulling up, looking like black magic, black magic, uh. Magic